o'clock, everybody. If you love Mutiny Radio, you know that it's time for the Joke Workshop here at MutinyRadio.fm. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin, and we have a bunch of great comedians here tonight. They're going to make you laugh. They are going to tell jokes to each other, and then they're going to give each other critiques on those exact jokes. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Four-minute sets. Uh, when you hear the horn... That means you have one minute left when you hear the horn. Uh, Then we'll do comments. Please remember, everybody, if you're going to feed someone a shit sandwich, at least make the bread taste good. Nice, fluffy, brioche, toasted compliments on the top. You put all that shit in the middle, and then on the other side, other toasted buns so it doesn't leak all over their hands. Be nice, everybody. It's the Joke Workshop. I'm excited to be here tonight. Yay! Your first comedian. Everyone makes fun of him online, and it's just because he's such a nice guy and he takes it so well, I think. I, like, don't know how that works. Maybe if he, like, cried and whined like a little girl like I would, it wouldn't work over so well, and then they'd put him on that other site that I don't know about where they make fun of you. Either because he's going to make you, everybody. It's Ian Levy! Cross nation, cross the oceans and creation, but the place I understand. <clears throat> so, uh... Geneva and I came up with a joke together, so I'm going to do it, and then on her set, she'll do it, and we can get a general sense of who's the better comedian, uh, and the failure will quit <laughs> and kill themselves samurai style <laughs> with a knife. And Okay. Do I do the just... <laughs> I'm in it. This is me. Comedy mode. Go. Do crabs get crabs? Or do they just call them people? (laughs) I came up with the setup and Geneva came up with the punchline, so. (laughs) We could even just see, did you guys like the setup better? Did you like the punchline? Which part of this joke? Let's let's analyze this shit. Um, I'm gonna get a tattoo, I finally decided. I'm gonna get a neck tattoo, I think it's time. I'm gonna neck tattoo that says, uh, AskJeeves.com. And then if people ask, why would you do that? I'll say, uh, oh, there's a simple way to find out why I would get that tattoo. (laughs) You could Google it. That's my... (laughs) I'm not a monster. not going to make you use an outdated search engine. Um... I uh, I am a um, sapiosexual, and that's where you are most attracted to people for their intelligence. That is the number one thing I'm attracted to in women is their intelligence. Uh, but it doesn't hurt uh, if the person is also beautiful. <laughs> I thought that was funnier than it is. <laughs> Basically, what I'm looking for is a um, supermodel genius uh, with low standards uh like low hygiene standards not for her she has to be perfect but you know she's okay with guys with who smell weird and have musty rooms <laughs> my favorite line in that joke is musty rooms <laughs> if anyone was asking it's based on a true story <laughs> um I've changed a lot. I've changed a lot in the last uh, couple of years since I was a child. If you ask me when I was younger what I liked, I'll show you how I've changed as a person. If you asked me when I was younger what I liked, I would have said, uh, oh, you know, I like uh, 
comic books and video games and hanging out with my best friends. Uh, but now I've changed, you know. So if you were to ask me today things I like, I would say, uh, oh, you know, I like comic books and video games and <laughs> hanging out with my best friends. <laughs> I needed to do that without smile. I smile every time I do that. That's the me now voice. You should enjoy your own set. Yeah, it's, no, I shouldn't. This should be sad. It should be. If comedy's taught me one thing, this shouldn't be fun. Um, what's some other new bits I want to work on? Um, but I'm having trouble remembering what they were. Okay. Better think of it quick. Okay. I've been. Okay, 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 okay. I'm working on uh, animal impressions. I can do some animal impressions. We'll start with them. Um, this is my impression of a of a cow. Moo, I'm a cow. Uh, this is my impression uh, of a rooster. I've been working on this one pretty. I think I, I think I, I think I got it down pretty well. Uh, Cockadoodledoo, I'm a rooster. That's my. We're working on it. This is my impression of a sheep. This is my impression of a sheep. My thing. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. Okay, that's my time, guys. Thanks. Ian Levy saving his own joke with the punchline. Yay! All right, there's microphones around, so if you have comments, I'll start with the comments. I was worried when you started that animal impression joke because I thought, wow, that sounds Zach Wiseman esque because he has the one where he goes, uh, oh, yeah, that's wolf a wolf. One. It's yeah, a wolf. Yeah. So I was like, all right, you know, it's kind of close, but your, your punchline completely saved it for me. That was really yeah, cute yeah. with the people, and it's very you, okay. and it works with your personality. So Okay, good. Is that personality? It's good. No, it's just the way you are. It's like same thing with you know the joke I miss. You want to know the joke I miss? The The joke I miss is the one about big titties. When you go on for like a minute and a half about well that one that one big titties and like as I call I laughed so hard but that's just my I'm like a. 12 year old boy so that's um, why I thought that was so funny yeah yeah I, I, I stopped doing that one at mics but I still do it occasionally I really like I really okay. miss that joke because it's so ridiculous and it's I still I still do that one on shows occasionally good yeah, you, 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 I think you, you, you that was just right it, for this setting you might want to do like three impressions quicker before you get to the sheet okay yeah you, and depending on the pacing you want to yeah have. yeah yeah. That's fair. Because yeah. it's it's nice it's nice watching you be shy and struggling for it. Like it reminds me of Johnny um, doing his Mickey, you know his. Uh, never mind. No, oh, okay, yeah, the yeah. Mighty Mouse thing. Oh, oh, yeah, uh, Andy uh, Kaufman's yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The here I come to save yeah, the like, day. Here's, yeah. my, here's my big impression, and then yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it, it, yeah. That bit's very much. You're very nervous about me it just ripping off Andy Kaufman. Well, yeah. it's most no, of my no, material. No, no, no. I always say I appreciate that. I get what you're saying. No, I think that's right. The the only thing that's funny about the crabs joke is the setup. Thank you, thank you. And, and, uh, it, 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 when she tells it, it'll be the punchline. Oh, okay, but, yeah. For the record, uh, I I think there's a lot to do with sapiosexual, but your joke your joke had nothing to do with sapiosexual. I mean, I know that was the point of it. Yeah, I mean, the the point is, I think it's the the concept of a sapiosexual is silly to me because I think people still aren't going to date people they're not physically attracted to. Well, I got a huge crush on Rachel Maddow. 
well, Rachel Maddow's an attractive human being. <laughs> so, it's, it's, I don't, that's not, well, it's well, like, if you, if you said, you know, like, I think Jabba the Hutt is a very attractive business owner, like, maybe that would have some merit. Well, I, I, I don't know. I think intelligence makes people, makes people attractive. That's it makes point. people more, attra- I'm more, I'm more. But you weren't, you weren't, you weren't really working sapiosexual. You were working. I th- I may, I'm trying to make fun of people who claim to be sapiosexuals. Okay. Okay. I think that was the okay. idea. But okay. I get, if that's not clear, I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair criticism of that w- bit. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't like a criticism. I just was pointing out that you, you went that direction. Yeah. There's also that direction. No, no. I, you I, could I, give some examples of people who are so smart that, that they're, more attractive because of how smart and you know people are attracted to ugly rock singers because they're talented and have charisma and have money that's have another money that's the big and, yeah and have drugs yeah but, you know yeah you could point out i guess you could just point out you could be like uh, you, you can say something like you know you're perfect you have a perfect personality great charisma you're just way too damn beautiful. Microphone, please. Uh, yeah, it's just, yeah, I mean, the point of that that bit is I'm supposed to be the bad guy. It's like I have a, a complete double standard of I'm a piece of shit, but uh, but I want the perfect woman. I want to be clear. I got the point, and I thought the joke worked. I okay. think you just missed the opportunity to to explore sapiosexual okay. before you do it. No, okay. I think that's you, fair. You, yeah. get, you get a twofer that way. Okay, cool. Any comments? Uh, what do you think of the crab joke? <laughs> no, I'm worried. I'll do it. Okay. Anyone, anyone else? All right, everybody, clap your hands Thank wildly. You Ian Levy! <laughs> Yay! What a productive joke workshop we're having. Yay! Your next comedian, she's going to tell the same joke, uh, but probably much funnier. Uh, no, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I am... I am I do have uh, nepotism toward her because she does have a great show on the station every Thursday night from 10 to midnight. It's called 10 Bucks Transportation and a Potential Blowjob. Put your hands together right now for Geneva Rustorta. Cool. Um, I've been working with kids, um, not as like coworkers, as like uh, materials. I've uh, I've been making furniture with kids, um, children's furniture, because they're the right size for it. Um, but I've I've been trying to tap into into being more of an artist. I was I was taking a really late night walk, late night walk, and I, I saw another artist, and I knew he was an artist because he was uh, he was staring at a tank full of crabs in a seafood restaurant window, and I. Uh, I said, what are you doing? And he said, I'm, I'm starting to look at the things that bother me instead of just walking by them. And I, I looked at him and I just saw, you know, a bunch of crabs selling their bodies like sluts. And, uh, but I, I don't know. I, crabs are the sluttiest animals. Um, I know because I have a few of them. Um, and it made me wonder, like, if crabs get crabs, do they just call them people? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. That, uh, that was dedicated. <laughs> but I have, uh, 
that setup, by the way, was all me. Um, uh, but I have been working with kids. I've been working with kids, uh, which has been great. And I'm trying to be. I'm trying not to traumatize them. Um, but I do. They're just at that age. I'm with 12 year olds, and they're just learning what the word triggered means. And they uh, said, you know, it really triggers me when you ask me to do things. <laughs> and I was like, well, what, what kind of things? And they were like, just things. Just when you ask me to do things. And I don't really know how to react to that because nothing's ever really triggered me. And uh, I don't want to be insensitive. But um, I'd also like them to stop being fucking cunts. Uh, I don't know. You know who hates trigger warnings? Hunters. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. I was always like, I had a hard time as a kid because people just disliked me for my personality. Um, and it had nothing to do with like the way I saw myself. It just had everything to do with like the way they perceived my behavior. <laughs> I don't know. It was weird. I uh, I had a grandma who influenced me a lot. She was really into like being skinny. She was like, anything it takes to be skinny, anything it takes, even if you just have to like murder someone and wear their skin, as long as it makes you skinny. And uh, I don't know. I there's one thing women do is they put pictures of like supermodels on the wall, like on the walls, like especially in like refrigerators and like kitchens to remind them that they have like sexual competition and they shouldn't eat. But what I do is my own take on it. I just put up pictures of like really unhappy housewives and I uh, focus on getting a career. <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, I have a Jewish mom, Jewish gay mom. So she had two cards to use. She had the Jew card and the gay card. And uh, I remember she used to say like, I've been cooking all day. Do you want some chicken? And I'd say, I'm, I'm really like, sorry, but I'm not hungry right now. And she got to say, what are, are my uh, chicken fingers too faggy for you? Um, and I don't know, I grew up thinking like anorexics were just clinically homophobic. Um, oh, I should have told you my mom's... Oh, yeah, I told you she's gay. But uh, I don't know. What else do I want to talk about? I used to be... Uh, well, have you ever... Okay, so I, homophobes... I don't want to generalize like a whole group of people. But um, have you noticed how like homophobes are really bad at poetry? I feel like they're really bad at poetry. Like their version of a poem is like, I don't write poetry, I'm not a fag. That's... <laughs> But they're really good at making signs, though. I think if, if homophobes made, like, stop signs, more people would stop at them. I feel like they'd just be out there with, like, a little girl and her weird uncle uh, with a sign that says, like, in hell you'll be begging to stop. <laughs> All right, I think I'm out of time. You've been very nice. Bye. You Geneva Resorta! I didn't understand the last pedophilia joke, but maybe someone else did. Yay! Well, is it an uncle with her young daughter? Someone's oh, begging you to stop. I watched a documentary about like a church of people that protest gays. Oh, was, so you were still on the gay children. thing? Okay, I was confused because I was like, I got, I got lost because the uncle oh. and the little girl made me immediately think, think of pedophilia and like stop that as oh. a sign. But I get that where you're coming for like God hates fags as a sign or yeah. whatever. Yeah, that's a good point. Cool, I appreciate it.
she's so much better than you, Ian. You can say whatever you want, yeah, but it's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. That's fine. I just just gonna say for constructive feedback. I preferred the crab joke the first time. I appreciate that. It's really helpful. All right. Thanks, guys. Geneva Rastorta. All right, your next comedian. He's gonna. Are you gonna pass him out, or are you gonna keep him to yourself? He's passing him out, everybody. Hey, put your hands together for your next comedian. He's not gonna pass out. He's just passing things out. It's Paul Sanford. <laughs> Somebody really hit it after such a weak opening. Yeah. Yeah. I've got, I passed out some cards. Oops, sorry. This, this comedian needs no introduction. <laughs> oh, I, I, I introduced you long ago. Oh, Before okay, you started okay, passing okay, out things, okay, we were. Okay, okay, I had okay, the music good, up. Good, You've good, wasted good. like These a minute. Jokes, I, the, the people either don't hold them up or I can't make them work. So uh, the Down syndrome. Yes, I have Down syndrome. I like to give head. Yeah, that one deserves to die. Okay, belt off. Yes, I'm in the airport, and he says belt off. I'm in the airport. The security guy says belt off, so I'm holding my pants up, and then he says jacket off. And I say, look, I'm past pole date. What you got there for me, Joe? Okay, I, just when I got used to being old, I got older. Binge. Why, why would people want to watch somebody binge and then purge? I mean, that sounds yucky to me. Down, well, glory hole. Yeah, every glory hole I have ever known was in a human being. But, okay. <laughs> Check the box. And I've used several of them. The, the che check the box. Yeah, I, the, the, I, I decided in solidarity with my trans friends that I would not check the box if it was only male or female. And then they come in and they say, sir, you didn't check the box. They say, what you call it? You're calling me sir and you say I didn't check the box? You check the box. Hell, I don't care about I'm in the DMV and I said I don't want to check the box. And then they check the box for me behind my back. And so I now, I, 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 now I, I'm, an organ, I'm an organ donor and... I used to, I thought they wouldn't know what kind of organ I, never mind. Okay, soap. Did you know that for a lot of women, soap is an aphrodisiac? The lack of soap is an anti-aphrodisiac. Okay, buy me an election. Yes, we've had inflation. When I was a kid, you could buy an, an election for a million dollars. Now a house costs a million dollars, and an election costs the soul of the nation. The new Viagra ads. Yeah, why do the new Viagra ads have to show us sexy women that we already are turned on by to assure us that it's just great if we can't get a hard on? I, I, I don't know. I mean, the psychology for selling Viagra to you is good. But to, for me, I want a sympathetic granny who doesn't mind that I'm... Never mind. <laughs> Not okay, Cupid. I go on these OK Cupid dates and they turn into job interviews and nobody will ever tell me how many openings are available. 
Pokemon went. Is that still a fad? Is Pokemon Go still a fad? No. Yeah. See, I know. The minute I hear about it and I'm ready to make a joke about it, it's gone. Anal probing. That, that just, everybody likes anal probing, right? That, that just seems alien to me. Uh, okay. STD, thank you for sharing. No, I, can, I consider an STD uh, the, a prime example of re-gifting. <laughs> born on Mother's Day. Everybody was born on Mother's Day. In fact, everybody was born on Labor Day. Ask your mother, she'll tell you. Okay, young and old. Uh, young people want to wear skinny jeans and I just want to find a notch on my belt so my pants don't fall down. You know, young people, you think you know everything and I have forgotten everything. You know, you people, you never, never mind. Do, you, do I use a condom? No, I love that condom. I, I have a relationship with that condom. <laughs> tantrum sex. You've been married. You know about tantrum sex. Yeah, that's the only way you get it sometimes. After birth. Do you know the other word for after birth? There's another more sophisticated word for after birth. The, 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 the what? No, 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 no. Life. Life, life becomes after birth. It's just a dwarves morning. Yes, I wake up in the morning sleepy, groggy, dopey, and dark. <laughs> it gets a laugh. That's all that counts, baked puppy. Yeah, don't let your dog get into the edibles. Our dog did. My, my, my daughter accused me of letting the dog get into my medication. No, I, it's her joke. Fuck me. Thank you but later, okay. <laughs> death threats, I'm doing very well. I have fewer death threats today than John, Sean Spicer. Don't pick on the dead. Bad rap, is there good rap? I don't know, I can't tell the difference. <laughs> speculum, how many of you know what a speculum is? If you want to, good, there are the true feminists, yeah. That's the hardware that they use. And I hear, and the men are afraid of the moist finger uh, you know, erect for the rectal exam. No, 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 no. We're talking about architecture. Uh, okay, and, and just to end it all, I'll give you, here's my impression of Donald Trump. <clears throat> my impression of Donald Trump. Got to get ready. Uh, I think he's a bad man. That's my impression of him. Okay. Paul Sanford, everyone. Paul Sanford. You all good. You all real good sports. I appreciate you holding those up. And uh, not unfortunately, you wasted a minute passing out the cards, and then uh, I tried to give you your time. So you really only have two minutes for comments. So we're gonna have to speed okay. through okay. the comments. Okay. Good. I don't like the cards in the audience. I'll just be honest. I really want you to memorize your jokes or just have them on stage. You have really funny jokes, but I don't understand why you have to give the cards to the audience. I don't understand why. Is, is the gimmick that you're too old and you can't remember your set? Like, I really just want you to tell jokes because I think these jokes are all so funny yeah. and I feel like it draws away from you to give it to the audience. I yeah, just don't, I, I don't think time, it adds anymore. The next time I'm here, I will do a set of just the jokes. Good. Okay? Thank you. Okay, but, I would love that. But some places where they're familiar with the cards, they actually demand them. They say, oh boy, are you going to do that thing with the cards? Right. Uh, it's, and, okay. And they, and they hold them up and they're so vigorous and insistent that I tell their joke. Okay. It has a whole different energy. For, it's it's uh, really a I, hard, controversial I, thing. I, I think it's a personal taste 
really, but I, I like the cards. I, I think it's, it just adds a sense of, like, when I see you at a mm. mic, it's like adds a sense of variety to it. It's just something yeah. different that I, I mean, yeah, I, th- I think it works. That's, that's just, a, I think it's a opinion thing. Yeah, but, yeah. What kind? I, but but I, I, I like the kind of weirder the, the stuff. The people who book shows don't like the cards, oh, okay. and the people who watch shows do like the cards. So, so it's it, tough. Yeah, 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 yeah. But personally, I like the cards, but that's yeah. just me. Good. Uh, then I like your, I like your crabs joke better. Have, you. have you ever, um, <laughs> That's fair. Have you tried? Yeah, it's a bad joke. Have you tried um, just giving people like blank paper and markers and seeing if they could like intermittently yeah. write their own? Ooh, is that terrible? It doesn't go well. Oh no, because these are these are not really improv. These are right. really uh, oh, misdirects. Okay. Yeah. You know, they, they 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 have to hold up a card that doesn't give away the joke, but still is interesting to them. And then I have to have something ready right like that. I can't. If it were, if I'm going to do improv, I'd do improv. Kind of that pacing. Yeah. Get a microphone. That, that pacing is kind of what throws you off too, though. It's like you're kind of relying on the pacing of the cards, like, yeah. and it kind of throws you off a little yes. bit. I think. When I used to have three people hold up the cards, I couldn't do it, but I can do it faster with everybody. No, my pacing was waiting for the the laughs, of which there were. Huh. <laughs> I was gonna say. I, have think you, that I got ooh. one authentic laugh. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, have you tried memorizing jokes and then you can give out the cards, but do the jokes that you want to do. And so maybe that's like a different, like, because everyone then is still participating, but like you can also play off of that because you can do just what you want to do. You don't have to do the jokes. Right. Instead of your huge, huge stack, you limit it. People have said this before that you you pass out like 20 cards or something. If, If I were doing a showcase and there were 30 people in the audience, I'd get it down to 30 jokes and hand out 30 jokes. Right. Do one for each. And I have done that. But in here, I want to work the jokes. I mean, I have to be ready with a joke and know exactly how it's going to work. So I'm not really working the act. Which is why, which is why when you come here, just do the jokes. Don't worry about the cards. Cause you do the cards with the audiences or whatever. But when you come here, you know, cause unfortunately you wasted a minute and we're going over. So it's like two minutes. All right. Tomal Sanford. Yay. Just trying to keep us on time. Your next comedian is Son's son tonight. Usually he has his uh, his child with him who's a built-in laughter box. But we're all going to do that for him right now. Put your hands together for Eric Ibsen. Thank you. Yeah. I, I think I might have forgotten him at home. I don't know. Um, that's okay. It happened to me once, actually. My parents, uh, we had, they had like seven kids. And they just left me one day at a store. So they noticed about an hour later and came back, which was pretty awkward for them. Actually, uh, growing up, I, I uh, this is the, this is the, I'm the God's honest truth. I I, uh, I lived in a lot of different places because my parents they kept moving, and and I actually kept finding them. Um, so. Um, I, I was shocked to hear a sapiosexual joke tonight. To, I mean, it's too bad they left. Uh, but I, 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 I actually looked that word up this morning. I was on a website uh, and uh, and saw sapiosexual. I'm like, what the heck is that? Is that like, you know, are they into apes or what is it? And, and then I looked it up. I saw, okay, someone att- attracted to intelligent people, which I, I've, I realized, oh, that's me. And then I'm like, no, I think I just disqualified myself by having to look it up. Eric Ibsen keeping the Mo and Moron since 1963. Um, yeah, people actually, uh, 
uh, come up to me and they 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 uh, they say you look just like Philip Seymour Hoffman, <laughs> and they're all excited. And I I I really struggle to contain my uh, lack of excitement, and I, so I just I have to ask him: Is that like before or after the last eight ball? Yeah, he is. By the way, the first guy who used the word "shart" in a movie. Uh, true story. Um, I uh, and you know, it looks like they've forgotten him already, which is too bad. Uh, my my mom actually was was pretty forgetful. Uh, uh, she 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 actually one day actually asked us, uh, "What's the name of that disease? You know, honey. You know the disease. You know." Duh. You know what I'm talking about, right? The one where you can't remember anything. <laughs> We're like, yeah, mom. Bad news. Good news and bad news. You've got it. It's Alzheimer's. Good news. You're not going to remember. Anyway, um, she was really, my mom was really sweet. Uh, uh, and she always had really good advice for us. She, she said, you know, you've got to be friends before you can be lovers. And I'd say, but mom, I'm only six. <laughs> it was too much pressure. I'm sorry. I, uh, no, she uh, she actually she was super lo- loving and 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 she'd hug us so hard. We actually had to come up with a safe word. She was a great. <laughs> thank you. I'm sorry. Some of my jokes require thought. Uh, <laughs> They might not be funny, but they require that. She was a great cook. Uh, I loved my mom's food best. Uh, some say I had an edible complex. Uh, she would over overuse endearments, and and honest to God, she she actually called somebody once a pumpkin-hearted lamby cake. <laughs> and so I grew up doing this, and and I just you know. Just in passing, I would just, you know, oh, thank you, honey. Thank you, sweetie. And I had this one feminist once say, don't you fondle me verbally. (laughs) 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 No, I had to laugh, too. I'm like, yeah, okay, I won't. I'm really sorry, you pumpkin-hearted lamby cake. Uh, (laughs) So I, I, like my mom, am forgetful. Clearly, I can't remember my own jokes. Uh... Uh, I'm so forgetful that uh, when I masturbate, I actually have to wear a rape whistle because I forget my safe word. Okay, well, that's uh, that's as funny as you're going to get out of me, all right? No more funny for you. <laughs> Eric Ibsen! Thank you, thank you. No more funny for you. Ha-ha. You know, there is nothing better than a pity clap. <laughs> no, no. Except for maybe a pity fuck. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're you're funny. Yeah, yeah. You're engaging you're and you're, you're real. Funny. Oh, thank you're you. Funny. I, I, I don't I, feel I, fresh or funny today for some well, reason. I, I only have I only have just workshopping stuff, like okay. uh, finding your parents. You know that's hack. You know? Oh, it is. No, it's yeah. true. <laughs> I know, but it's a, it's just a standard joke that always works. And so, if you add something of your own to it, it it, it it'll be more. Oh, is that not an original joke? Because uh... no, no, no. Oh, okay. Well, well. It maybe it may be original, but that doesn't mean it hasn't been original with many other people before. Okay. 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 Which, which when it's a good joke that always works and that lots of people use, that's what we mean by hack. We oh, okay. Don't mean that it's a bad joke. Okay. 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 We, okay. We mean. Uh, um, 
uh, oh, pay attention to me, sapiophile. I, I, you know, I think it's great. That's the right thing for, for a sapiophile joke, that you're the smart one and why aren't people attracted to you? And perhaps you could wear your Mensa card, <laughs> you know, or, or have your SAT scores tattooed on you or something like that to show how smart you are. So yeah. That people will be attracted to you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure it's going to work. Workshopping. That I'm just Thank I'm just, you. I'm just taking the joke one step further. No, I appreciate it. And, I appreciate and, it. And you talked about your mom and she was forgetful. But at what age was she forgetful? Is that your mom now? Or is that the forgetful mom who left you behind? <laughs> oh, Sorry, my that's mom's a cute, dead. That's so. a cute tag. Like <laughs> yeah. That's actually a really cu- a cute way to bring it around and do a callback in that they left you and didn't remember you that's cute that's actually a good thing to think about that has she been has she been uh what's the word for it uh what do you how do you what is it i can't remember the word and you just this is your joke that you just did Uh but i can't even alzheimer's or (laughs) dementia like but that she did she have dementia when you were five you know kind of thing right maybe she's always had dementia maybe she just smoked pot and you didn't know it right and you also use safe word twice but you separated them it would have been funnier if you used them one joke right after the other well that's good feedback because i wasn't sure if i should tie them together Um, i think that's my opinion anyhow okay okay i have a compliment um your first thing you said you did this god's honest truth and it was a great misdirect because then you said a lie um but but the, the the way that it worked is that you're like this engaging believable person like i like, I don't think you're lying to me. So that's why when you tell me that you're telling the truth and then the misdirect, it makes it funny. Because you're, and even though you were chill today, you're just like kind of like, but that's the thing I liked is that you weren't like, I'm performing. You were like, I'm just a dude telling you stuff, you know? And that's funny. Well, thank you. Thank you. What was the Other comments? Yeah. You know, so you know, really, really a gentleman never kisses and tells. Well, well, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, but, <laughs> all right. Well, if thank you very much. All right. Yeah. <laughs> good night. Eric Ibsen. Yay! Breaking the fourth wall. Sorry, Ibsen was the playwright that broke the fourth wall in like the 1900s. Your next comedian. Wow, he's a funny guy. He has a great show here on Mutiny Radio every Wednesday from 10 to midnight called The Night Space. And you can buy his book, High Time Storytime, on Amazon. But you can hear him right now, everybody. It's Arden. Thank you very much, Pam, for plugging my book. I, 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 need, I need the royalties. Uh yeah, it's funny. Uh, having an ebook, because uh, I'm published on Amazon Kindle Direct Publishing. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I, but having an ebook makes book signings really easy <laughs> because you don't do them. Nobody wants your shit, right? <laughs> Nobody's going to buy your book uh, because you're on Amazon Kindle Direct Publishing, right? You're on there with uh, books on writing, they're poorly written. Self-help books that aren't helpful, and Dianetics by L. Ron Hubbard. You know. Anyway, uh, what do I want to talk about today? Let's. Uh, so, people say that I date a lot of very diverse women, right? And uh, that they they often don't see me with uh, Caucasian females, and I say there's a reason. Uh, it's because it's safe sex. 
because uh, at no point, uh, you know, a, a white woman might turn around and say, you know, uh, in the middle of sex, uh, Hitler had a couple good ideas, you know. <laughs> so there's no risk of that anymore. It's much safer sex. Uh, sorry, I'm... I'm bo- <laughs> Uh, I, I'm doing a lot of online dating right now, and it really sucks because, uh, ladies, you're putting a lot of weird stuff in your profiles all of a sudden. Like, you're telling me that you're a dog mom, okay? I'm not swiping left or right. I'm calling a doctor because a dog came out of your vagina. Something is horribly wrong down there. We have to find out what's up. Uh, the other thing is, stop telling me you're really into brunch. That just tells me you're really into drinking before noon. Like, that's all that is. It's not a good, it's not a good look. Um, I think that Wheaties is the breakfast of losers and a handful of Olympians. When we really think about it statistics-wise, it just makes sense. Uh, let's get dark for a minute. I uh, talk about my childhood. I don't bring this up too often because it's just, you know. Happy, uh, but no, my mother used to do everything for me, right? Uh, she, it, because she was very particular, you know. She'd do all the cooking, she'd do all the laundry, she'd do all the cleaning, right? So the night she tries to commit suicide, uh, she downs a handle of gin in my prescription for Claritin and comes stumbling in my t- into my room, stark naked, and takes a piss on the floor. <laughs> and all I can think to myself is, what are you doing? You're just going to have to clean that up later. <laughs> God damn. And what a selfish bitch, right? She takes my whole prescription for Claritin, which is now a controlled <laughs> substance. Thank you, meth heads. <laughs> and I'm like, how selfish are you? It's hay fever season. What are you doing? But it turns out she was allergic to something. It was life. And the Claritin, unfortunately, worked because the bitch is still alive. Anyway, that's been my time. My name's Ben Arden. Thank you very much. Arden and his mother. Comments. Nice job, Arden. I, I, I don't know if anybody's going to understand the reference, but for your, your ebook, yeah. um, you know, maybe you could just do use DocuSign. <laughs> Which yeah. is a digital signature thing. I, I was yeah. thinking about it might going, be too obscure. I don't know. I was thinking about going with the. Uh, I, all I have to do is send an email. You know, it, it's essentially a one and send it, and everybody gets. I don't have to cramp my writer's hand. You know, um, but yeah, there there are ways to. It's really rough idea right now, but thanks. Yeah. Well, more more on the ebook thing is your premise is that it's a bunch of shitty books, right? Yeah. Uh, but just play it up a bit and just make up some books, like some titles and some oh. authors. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, get creative you know, with it. How to fuck your cat. Or just, talk, or just actual books, like fucking OJ's book. Like, oh, yeah. Oh. Like stuff yeah. like that. You're, well, that, you know, that's why I was, I was doing the first two was just nebulous examples, and then yeah. the third one was Dianetics. That's still, I, I still think that's a good punchline. But I should soften that. I, I could go with, you know, there's Catcher in the Rye, Old Man of the Sea, Dianetics, like a whole bunch of bullshit. You know, yeah. So, yeah, I could... De- Thanks. Yeah, I'll definitely play with that. Something a bit. like that. Yeah. yeah. There could also be uh, just same with the ebooks. Um, there's a lot of differences between a physical book and an ebook. Like, there's a lot you can do with a physical book that you can't, obviously, with something digital. So I feel like there's like a lot more examples there that maybe there's something there. Like I don't know. Besides just signing it, um, 
Oh, yeah. It's hard to masturbate with an ebook because yeah. you don't want to get jizz I, on I your iPad. I never have to worry exactly. about book burning, though. You know, I never yeah. have to right, worry right. about you, book the, burning, but I'll never make it to China because of the firewall. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it, yeah, the, there's definitely a lot of stuff about the ebook versus physical book and just the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You take it to the bathroom. Uh, you know, th that's the nice thing about my Kindle. Now all my books are bathroom books. So, you know. <laughs> this is just strictly workshopping. But the minute you mention Wheaties, I think of the great athletes who've been on the Wheaties boxes. Yeah. And how different athletes are associated with different uh, with different products. Like yeah. Billie Jean King with Virginia Slims. Yeah. And uh, uh, Mickey Mantle with M&M's. Uh -huh. And... Uh, Going way to the back. Yeah, going way back. But uh, but you're, you're open. The minute you enter Wheaties, I think of Bruce Jenner. Oh, uh, yeah, but I don't... That's, yeah, I know, but I don't Bruce do Jenner the, is hack. Yeah, that's why I don't go that way. Well, so that's but, why I do... It's more but, about... But I'm telling yeah. you, I'm already thinking it. Okay. All right. Yeah, and you might, you might tell me not to think it. Okay. Okay. Others? Anything? anything did I get too dark at the end there? No. Too dark? No, yeah. it, Arden, it's impossible. It's impossible for you to be dark because look at that smile and oh, you yeah. got that uh -huh. fucking hair. Like you can't, look at you. Like you can't, you can be as dark as you want and it doesn't matter because yeah. you do that smile and that like you can look at people in the eye and shit. You know, there's no, you, I mean, I challenge you to be soup darker. Like talk yeah. about murdering puppies or something. I don't know. Like, oh yeah. You could yeah. totally pull it off. Look, you okay. could be, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I was, thinking, I was thinking you could you could say your mom like actually survived because she peed and she's like, damn it, I have to. She threw up, she threw up her pills because she's like, I have to clean that up later. Like she almost yeah, because she's. Oh yeah. yeah, well actually no, I could do. She could have pissed and puked on my floor, and I'm doubly pissed because not only is I'm, am I going to have to wait for her to soap her up to clean it, yeah. right? She also wasted perfectly good pills. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that, that might work. Yeah, like, miss it into a bulimia joke. That's fun. Soap her up to clean it is better than she's going to have to Yeah, well, I was thinking she pissed on the floor and then she's like, oh, crap. I have to, uh, yeah, she puked. She's like, oh, she makes herself puke yeah. because she knows she can't die because she has to clean up the floor. Oh, there you oh, go. Yeah. That's what you're saying, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I like that. That's good. Yeah. Damn it, now I can't kill myself. I have to clean this up. I got to puke on the... <laughs> Excellent. Others, anything else? No? Awesome. Well, thank you very much, guys. Give it up for Pam Benjamin. Yay, Arden, yay. Listen to Arden every Wednesday on the Night Space. Your next comedian has brought the joy to the room because he has a puppy. It's a puppy. It's so cute. I can't believe it. Uh, also, he's very funny, and he's going to tell us jokes. Are you bringing the puppy on stage, or are you giving it to it? Oh, there. Okay, so I'm just going to take it right. Cool. All right, you guys are going to love his jokes. Clap your hands wildly right now for Chris Armillo. Thank you. Actually, I have a... And the, the bad thing is I have a, a mostly puppy set. So, yeah, it was, it's mostly been... I just had him for like a week now, so he's a... Yeah, I, it's been a fun week. Uh, no, like, it was awesome. I got him like... I got him... To, of course, you have to get the dog toys, all right? But I got him a bunch of small toys because he's small. But he didn't seem to like them. But he seemed to like this huge pillow I had. So I thought I'd give him... I just got him an oversized, like, uh, an oversized... Uh, I don't know what to call it. Like a crab lobster thing but it's it and he it, well you know it was really awesome because i got it for him he beat it up a little bit and then he fucked it which i was i really i really appreciated that i really appreciated that because i always get gifts for people and i don't know if they like them 
Like I would like, one time I'd like to go to a birthday party, give somebody a gift and be like, and be like, hey, do you like my gift? And they were like, well, he started fucking it. Yeah, he's, uh, he, he, either, he either liked it or he was just kind of like, he's just like, what the fuck? Okay, this is all this is good for. I don't know, like, he, he had to fuck, um, but, uh, but he's, I think, actually, he's deceitful, because he's, he's a dirty bastard, because he'll, like, he'll fuck it, and I think, and I, and I don't stop him, I just, like, stand up and be like, okay, I'll give you some privacy, and then he barks at me, like, hey, where are you going? You don't want to watch this shit? Well, you, well, you don't, well, you don't, you don't like girls or something? What the fuck? But, uh, yeah, now I, now he starts fucking it, and I'm like, okay, I just have to let him fuck this thing by my head. Because I don't want to actually have him. Because st- I don't want him to stop. I want him to finish. I want him to get that out of his system. Um, uh, what else did I have? Okay, I had other puppy jokes. I swear that worked. Yeah, that worked. I don't know. All right. Anyway, so moment. Uh, little stench. Oh, oh yeah. I and I was so yeah. I was so proud of him. I took him to this uh, this house where he there was there was three female dogs and he he tried to you know i i named him sanders but i actually think he's a trump supporter because he like he just tried to fuck all the the i was proud of him because all of these all of these other dogs were like four times the size i couldn't imagine trying to fuck something four times their size there's an idea there i haven't formed it but there is an idea there that i just thought that was a funny day well anyway um have you ever done a have you ever done a show for like uh your I don't know. Have you, have you ever done a show for your mom, or like, had your mom come to one of your shows yet? Has anybody done that? Nobody's done that. I had that happen like a month ago, and my mom's kind of a prude. I didn't think she would really like my my set, and I said, "Fuck it, I'm just going to be raunchy. I'm not going to edit my my show for my my mom." And to my surprise, she liked she liked the comedy show. She actually liked it way more than I wanted her to. She like laughed a little harder at the uh, anal sex jokes than I really, I didn't have an anal sex joke, but yeah, she laughed way too hard at the anal sex jokes. I, uh, and then she wanted to tell me, her, the worst part, she wanted me to tell, all right, I'm having a crit, okay, I have a, I have a heckler now. <laughs> uh, he, he's not any better at my, he usually growls at me if when I do my set at, at home for him. But um, anyway. Yeah, anal jokes. But no, she uh, she actually told me her thoughts on the anal sex jokes, and I I didn't really remember what she told me. I just kind of went to my happy place, which was a which was a place where somebody was just stabbing me in the in the eardrum with a pencil, so my mom can never again share me share her thoughts on uh, anal sex jokes with me. That was where my ha- happy spot was. Well, anyway, they, you know what? That's my set. What are you? Are you that? You're that fast with the comments? Jeez, what the hell? Speed comments. Comments now. Okay. Chris Armio, clap. Yay. Chris Armio. Hooray. What are No, I, I, I just want to say, um, I mean, I like that. I thought um, when you, uh, the first thing you said um, about how your dog doesn't like to- the toys that you bought, but likes the pillow at home, you could also mention that, like, now you have to play with his toys. Like, he took your shit. So now you're like, so he's sleeping on my pillow, and I'm, like, chewing his bone or some shit. I don't know. Okay. But there could be something there. And also, um, maybe if you're talking about your mom laughing at anal uh, jokes, um, you could say something like... Uh, it's almost like she was also scarred by when she walked in on her mom having there. I don't know, like something like that. Um, I'm not really sure, but that's kind of what uh, popped in my head. All right. Um, no, I, I, I like all your half-baked thoughts. I think there's definitely potential in most of them. For the toy for the puppy, um, instead of it just making it some nebulous crab thing, uh, make it into a, to- uh, a carnival toy you won for an ex-girlfriend. 
And then you could say that uh, he started fucking it, but uh, just like the ex-girlfriend, even he got tired of it after a couple months. So, uh, yeah. On that on that same joke, I had a different direction to go with um, puppy. You, you didn't say it, but puppy fucking could be the name of this joke, and it could also be a punchline because assonance is funny. Puppy fucking. So people laugh. You know what I mean? It's the uh sound, right? Puppy fucking. So if the thing is like puppy fucking. Because it's that sound, it can be very funny. And like maybe title that joke puppy fucking and then see sort of what comes out of it. And then I even went farther because I was thinking about language. You start talking about your dog having sex or whatever. It's puppy porn, which is alliteration. People like rhyming sounds that makes them happy. And then you could film it to make money. He's only a puppy once. Do you know what I mean? Like you should take advantage of this now, of this puppy fucking, uh, to make it into puppy porn so that you can make some money. He could be a YouTube star. He could be like the fucky puppy. You could have him fuck all kinds of things, right? Like fucky puppy fucks, you know, like plant (laughs) or ex-girlfriend's toy or dildo whatever just in real life you could actually make some money off your dog if it fucks things uh, just by filming it and then you'd be puppy proud uh, because you'd be, you know I'm just thinking of language and how you can play with it and uh, the tall dog thing somehow tall women dogs like it's like, like trying to fuck your mom or something no, it's like trying to just fucking something four times your size is just kind of odd. Right. Well, think of something four times your size, like, um, like you fucking an elephant, or like I don't know. You fucking you fuck. a giant. Right. Exactly. Like in a real, if you can do it in real person time, that's good too. Like yeah. pick like a, a famous little person and then pair them with Andre the Giant, although he might be too old. <laughs> or like you know Kevin Durant. I don't know. Keep it topical. Or a bus. <laughs> a bus. It would be about the same proportions. You're so happy you caught the bus, but but you know there is a difference between fucking and humping, and some of us. And so when you're doing the masturbation as an equivalent of what he does, it it didn't work for me. Oh, okay. So I should be I should be more like you. Should, yeah. Whatever, yeah. And that they would hump you because they liked the joke, the the gift so much, but. You know, oh, okay. But I, I don't know. Actually, I'm lucky. He hasn't done no, that. He, uh, he yeah, like, he yeah, like, he you got to go where you go. You got to go where you go. I mean, uh, maybe I'm hurt. He's not attracted to me. He doesn't. Yeah, he hasn't tried to fuck me yet. Yeah. I'm actually. Yeah. He he likes lobster and other female dogs. He's just yeah. That's what he does. I guess I could make. I could lie. I could just say yeah. He tries to fuck me. He's a little no, pervert. Puppy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I have to fact check. We fact check around here. God damn it. All right. Is that it? <laughs> Chris Armio! All right. Your next comedian is new to the room, but we don't do anything special for new comedians except listen to their jokes and give them nice comments and pay great attention. But we don't like him. But you can still clap and be awesome. Uh, I don't know what her last name is because she didn't write it down, but put your hands together for Ms. <laughs> Hello. Is it on? No. You're on. Am I on? Oh, I'm on. Okay. It's kind of hard dating men as a bisexual woman. Um, I've always found that. Mostly because straight men, when they meet a bisexual woman, they immediately go, oh, threesome. And I mean, I'm down for that. Like that bit, I'm okay with. But what most straight men don't understand is that when they go, oh, do you have like any kind of girls you're into? I think, well, 
I like your face and I like women. Do you have a sister? And no straight man has ever been horny enough to take that on. Um, I am actually um, dating a straight man right now. Uh, he's Jewish, so I'm learning a lot about kind of cross-cultural interaction. Um, for example, I went to visit him over Christmas, and before I went, uh, my mom sent me a photo of a sexy Santa suit that she'd found in the attic, which, I mean, that already raises too many questions. Um, but she sent me this, and she said, oh, do you want to take this for your visit over Christmas? And I said, well, you know, well, he's Jewish, so I don't think it would be appropriate. And I was telling him about this, and I went, well, I told him the story about my mom and the Santa suit, and went, what did you think? And he just went, well, speaking as a Jew, getting to fuck someone in a Santa suit would feel like vindication. So I feel like le I'm learning a lot there. Um, what else? Oh yeah, and I mean, he's, he's great. Um, when I'm sad, he sends me photos of his hot sister, which is wonderful, um, especially now that she's turned 18. So I'm very happy about that. Um, uh, moving on. Um, so there's this thing called World Suicide Prevention Day, which is coming up um, in about a month, um, which I really like because I struggle with depression. And I really like World Suicide Prevention Day because it makes it clear whether you're for or against suicide. Like that, that bit is very clear. Um, for example, um, think of like International Women's Day, it's like, yay, woman! International Forest Day, yay, forest! International World T Tuberculosis Day, for or against, but World Suicide Prevention Day, um, it makes it very clear. Um, I was a very depressed teenager. I was on the internet a lot. And I know that people say that being on the internet desensitizes kids to porn and violence, um, but that's not true. What I found was when I was a teenager, I became so fed up of cute animal photos on the internet that I was desensitized to cute pictures of animals. Um, to the extent that I, someone tried to get me a therapy dog and I just kind of batted it away because I thought I would like scroll past it. Um, what else? Um, yeah, I mean, going back to the, to the dating straight man thing, I feel like my brain is trying to tell me this is, this is weird, you should try and sabotage it. Uh, which is why I sent a postcard to his hot dad um, saying, hey Dilf, how are you? Um, and I learned the hard way that if I do that, a scary Venezuelan stepmom will come at you hard and fast. Um, I think, yeah, I think, oh, I have a minute. Oh, it's a minute. Um, okay, what else can I do? Um, um, well, yeah, um, I've just moved here um, from London. Uh, my parents are uh, Japanese. They're very emotionally repressed, which is why they moved to England, I guess. Um, they're really competitive. Uh, they have a favorite hobby, and that hobby is competitive newspaper reading. And the challenge is to read every single page of every single newspaper, despite the fact that you have like jobs and a life, and you're too busy to read every single page of every single newspaper. And when you've like completed it, when the news is finished, you have to put it in the recycle. Oh no, you have to put your initial on the front page before your opponent slash life partner can put it in the recycling. And that's all from me today, I think. Thank you. Liz, everyone! Comment time! She was great, she was great. You're so funny, yay. Other things? 
I was I, I did like your set a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know uh, whether your parents have a healthy relationship or not, mm-hmm. but uh, if uh, you wanted to play with the angle that they don't, uh, the, mm-hmm. a tag to that could be that uh, it's whoever's able to make it through uh, reading the entire newspaper uh, without uttering a word to the other person. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, just something to articulate that they're essentially avoiding right. each other yeah. on top of having jobs and everything else. Mm-hmm. So it's like in the few hours they see each other, mm-hmm. they're not seeing each other. Just a thought, but no, otherwise, awesome, loved it. The life partner was a great, that that part, that's what made it over, you know, with your life partner, that was what made that joke really land for me, because it's true, it's like, when you talk about how many, how hard they have to work to do that, and then with the initials, it's like, what? But, yeah. Oh, I, I, th- I thought you could say something about when you, uh, you wanted your boyfriend to send your, uh, sis- his sister, oh, yeah, you could say, yeah, she turned, oh, awesome, she turned 18, he goes, when she sends me nude food photos now, it's not a crime. You know, I can say something like that. <laughs> yeah, go, or maybe you could, or you could say, or you go the other way and be like, well, it's legal now, so it's not really. <laughs> it's not, it's not <laughs> but what's the statute of limitation on child pornography? I mean, Actually, interesting thought. Isn't the age of consent in the UK 16? Yeah. So you could play with that where it's no longer illegal here. Yeah. You know, it, it, and play with, yeah. 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 Right, right. No, now you can come over. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. I was a little confused because at one time you talked about. I think the sister th- joke is is brilliant mm-hmm. in the British sense. Mm-hmm. You know, but <laughs> <laughs> well, I like. I just like the word brilliant. But but, uh, but then you use half sister later, and it just confused me a little. But of course, I need subtitles for the BBC. So you know, you, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. so when you're talking, yeah. I only get about a third of what you say because well, you're speaking in English. You know, but what 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 is the half sister and sister? Um, no, I, I didn't do half sister. I just did uh, sister. Oh, yeah, I, did, I just asked you. Yeah. yeah. He, oh, he has a sister. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes, it's, it's accent. <laughs> Yeah, it's not it's not like incest. It's just pedophilia. Yeah. The joke doesn't do the joke doesn't put touch on both. Just one. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Yeah. Any other comments? You could also just say like, "That was really great." Yeah. Uh, hey, everybody, clap wildly yeah. for Miz! Yay! Yeah. All right. Um, hey, Chris, will you pass me back the, the list? I memorized it, but then I didn't get that far. Just pass the book to me. It's good. Thanks. Just through the window. Awesome. I got it. Okay. Hey, your next comedian. Uh, I'm excited to see him perform. He's got a date tonight. where He's, he's going to warm up. Mm. Warming up for you right here on the joke workshop. His hair is down. He's ready to go. Yeah. Everybody clap your hands wildly for Marty Cunney! Hey, everybody. Sorry to look so fancy on you. I gotta come straight from work. Uh, I really wanted to go home and get my uh, Preparation H because I've been dealing with a bout of hemorrhoids lately. That is really... Yeah, not to tread on your material, Pam. I know you uh, you really run this t- topic, but... Uh, you know, it's really brought to light some uh, some truths about myself. Uh, for instance, the first time uh, I realized I had these hemorrhoids was when I went to wipe and there was blood on my uh, toilet paper. And it wasn't so much... Uh, that wasn't the part that freaked me out so much. The part that freaked me out was my immediate reaction was just kind of like, yeah, yeah, that was 
this is bound to happen when you take care of yourself in the manner that I do. Like, I was just like resigned to bleeding out of my ass before it even happened. Like, Jesus Christ, I had to get myself together. Um, uh, I uh, was born on August 25th. Um, so I obviously I love Christmas. Let's see. Do the math a little bit there, guys. Yeah, that's the truth. I'm uh, born on August 25th, but it, it made me wonder. Uh, the, the kids that were born on June 11th, 2002, do they, are they aware how fucked up they are? Uh, you think? Do you think they ever think, like, what are they, like, 15 years old? They've, they've had to have done the math by now. Like, come on. I don't know. It's just a thought. Uh, it really grinds my gears when people misuse uh, irony, the term irony. It pisses me off. Like that whole fucking Alanis Morissette song, she doesn't say a single ironic thing in that entire song. Rain on your wedding day. It's a coincidence. It's not ironic. All right? You dumbass. Uh, but what I, uh, what I go, my new go-to uh, when I want to sound smart and explain irony to people is uh, I talk about uh, Hitler. Uh, Hitler. Hitler ruined a lot of things. Um, one of which uh, we no longer call it the Charlie Chaplin mustache. Uh, it's now the Hitler stash. Um, Michael Jordan tried to take it back for about a year and it didn't work out very well. Uh, but the real problem, uh, the real reason he had that stash is because in, he was fought in World War I, which is the first instance of chemical warfare being used, right? Mustard gas being tossed around in uh, shells in the battlefield. And uh, people wouldn't grow out beards because a beard would make your... Uh, Gas masks not fit right, right? So you, these those mustaches are actually very very popular to uh, for the for the soldiers in World War One uh, on the German side. Uh, so irony is Hitler having that ruining that mustache because he was trying to avoid getting gassed. Okay, that's how you explain irony to people. Okay, um, I just got back from Colombia, and boy, is my nose tired. Seriously, I, uh, they have, there's a real problem down there. It's, it's cheap. It's very available. Uh, I was, it was a new experience for me, though, like walking down the street and like every 10 feet, some guy trying to sell me Coke. I was like, Jesus Christ. Usually, people are trying to buy Coke off of me. So I, I'm, it was just a new experience for me, you know? Um, I don't know. It was, it's, uh, it, I learned a lot about the uh, language barrier down there. Um, for example, you can't order black beans by asking for the frijole N-words. They don't know what you're talking about. Uh, it turns out uh, they actually don't have a direct translation for wife beater either, which uh, I found out the hard way. Uh, when you go in and ask for your, don't you start a esposa by the door? You're basically going in and asking, uh, where are your domestic abusers? And <laughs> like, well, you're just going into like a, a clothing store and like, uh, you, uh, sir, you're either real late or real early for some kind of meeting that we don't know about. And we was rather not here. Uh, made me think about that's weird that we named something after a stereotype, right? I think we should probably do that with more stuff. Uh, like Crocs could be your serial virgins, right? Uh, your bolo ties could be your outspoken racists. Uh, your Birkenstocks could be your old lesbians. Uh, your Capris could be your Euro tourists. Or um, your wrist sleeves could be your scar hiders. You know, I feel like they could really, we could really use that a bit more. All right, that's my time, guys. Thanks. Marty Gunny, everyone. Hooray. 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 He has really good premises. Rock, rock, paper, scissors for it? No, okay. I insist. Okay, thank you. Uh, age before beauty. Uh, no, like the set, uh, the Hitler thing, it's definitely, I'm seeing it, um, but 
it needs some it's tightening. It's like too long yeah, or it needs some tightening. It, it needs something in the middle. Yeah, but uh, while you work on that, I think a good, if you want to segue that into your Columbia trip with the Oh Boy Is My Nice Star, uh, you could actually at some point tag for a callback that you gave yourself a reverse Hitler so you could do lines quicker. <laughs> the whiteout, yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, just, <laughs> oh, just take the middle yeah, out yeah. so you could shove nostril, you know, all the way up there. Yeah, anyway, that was my thought, but I, otherwise I, had, I liked it. I had uh, help on the Adolf Hitler thing, so it was a long way to get there and the punchline was good but it needs another punchline at the end yeah i'm it's, fine it's if it takes sure. if it takes us that long to get there like you're teaching us you're already like i'm a smart guy i got this i know what's going on so it's kind of like a ted talk that then leads into a very like edgy joke and it needs which is great i'm totally down with the punchline but, but it then need, it needs something it more. needs something like after if i'm going to take that long to get there it needs yeah like a double it needs to exactly end. so it's he yeah. didn't go into the because he was uh, afraid of getting gassed and then it's got to be something about like i haven't showered in a week either or you know what i mean like you've already got the gas so you might as well bring <laughs> yeah, the shower just, in you're, like you're somehow. another another classic hitler right because it, or like he couldn't shave it because he didn't he couldn't be in the bathroom something something about the shower i mean just think of other stereotypical Holocaust yeah. things and add yeah. to it. Okay, that's a good thought. I was going to say that uh, the joke at the end, um, you could say, uh, oh, that meeting is in aisle seven or something like that. Um, just uh, to impress, I don't know if that's um, something you're interested in, but like, I really like that joke, um, especially then. So oh, The you. wife yeah. beater joke? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Spanish part was really great. Yeah, I thought it was fun. That was a, that's also a very true story. I, oh, I had to catch myself before asking for Las Bosa about the door at a store. I was like, wait a second. This is not going to come out right. No, it's very funny. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Oh, wait. Hold on. Did you? Just, just in terms of the Alanis Morissette, actually tell the joke. I mean, spell out the lyric that's not ironic. Yeah. I or think else, I... Or else... Because we don't all... I mean, I don't know every Alanis yeah, Morissette yeah, yeah. song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Okay. I, I had one more thing I wrote down. Um, on the nine month thing, I got it that it takes nine months, and so nine eleven babies were nine eleven. They're born on this June eleventh. Like I got that, but I think that you might need to give people more. Yeah, a little more on nudge, that, like a little, a little more. more of a nudge yeah. about gestation. Like use some weird scientific word or something. Yeah. Or you could say the only thing that dropped faster than Tower Two were their mother's panties. Ah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's and Building that Seven sure. just. Ex- Exploded. <laughs> there was oh. a there was a great blackout, and there was a baby boom nine months afterwards. I forget when that was back in the oh, like the seventies, right? The summer yeah. of Sam. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's there a thought. A, yeah, all close. No one talks about like those other waves of children, like the summer of Sam kids, you know. <laughs> well, there's a there's a there's a stupid NFL there's a stupid NFL commercial that's all like yay sports, and it's all about when their team wins something and everybody has sex and then babies are born, and they actually show the kids that were oh, born. That's right. Remember, it was in and out. I mean, that's where I thought you were getting it from. I'm sorry, I have a memory. Everybody, put your hands together for Marty Cunny. <laughs> What a, you know what? What a treat, you guys. Everybody right now needs to like have a little gratitude to the universe because your next comedian is, uh, I think, the best comedian in San Francisco. You're just going to have a good time. You're so lucky. You get to see him here for free right now. He's going to blow your fucking minds. You know, I'm glad it's a joke workshop because you guys could all learn something from your next comedian. Put your hands together for Joe Gorman! <laughs> Any higher? How's how's everyone doing? 
We're gonna we're gonna workshop some stuff. We're gonna have a good time, man. We're gonna have a good time doing furthering our careers. All right, you gotta dress for the job you want. I should come in here with a sports coat and a, a little pork pie hat and an oversized flower that squirts water if it was the job I wanted, which is old timey comedian. But I'm not. For those of you listening at home, I'm wearing. Assless chaps, assless chaps, and a leather vest showing off my muscular and hairy chest. All right, let's let's get into it, man. Let's get into it. I have I have a day job. I'm I'm humble enough not to have stand-up comedian as my profession on Facebook, but also smart enough not to have my real profession on Facebook either. So I'm just the manager of the SmackDown Hotel, as far as Mark Zuckerberg knows, man. That's all he needs to know. Uh, I have a day job, and it sucks because ideally, like, you want to be a, a stand-up comedian. And I see my friends are like, I'm I'm a full-time stand-up comic. It's like, great. What are you doing? He's like, drugs in different zip codes and living out of my backpack. And I'm like, okay, I think I'm gonna have a day job and tell some jokes in the meantime and desperately try to sell a spec script. But I, the, the converse is, the converse is I have a terrible day job which sucks the life out of me. It's horrible. I'm a secretary. That's what I do. That's my nine to five in gender blind San Francisco. I'm a secretary. You know, I'm not even a secretary. I'm a receptionist. Like secretaries get a day. There's not a receptionist day. I'm just a receptionist answering the phone like a cat, like a little beta male. That's all I got. I'm 32 years old. I went to college. All right, I studied English and theater. I should, I should be doing some Shakespearean performance right now. I should be doing this exact set, but at the Globe Theater, all right, like I, with my credentials. But you know what? It's not about the money. It's about answering the phone for my 23-year-old multi-millionaire boss. How, where's the justice in that? What kind of God have I falsely been praying to for 32 years? I'm 32. I wake up on a pile of dirty laundry every morning in an eight-foot by fucking six-foot fucking apartment. And this guy's got like a yacht. He's on vacation right now. And like every every photo of his, he's like skiing. He, he knows how to ski. And he does stuff for, he, he knows how, he takes archery classes for fun. He's not even preparing for the apocalypse, man. He's just like, oh, I got a bullseye. Who gives a fuck, man? It's the worst. Someday I'll quit. Someday I'll quit, man. I make all these references to mid-90s, and he's like, oh, what's that all about? I'm like, read a book. Fucking kid, man. Old man Gorman's getting feisty, man. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get fired. Oh, I don't know how, man. I'm too good at my job. You guys ever do that where you're just fucking amazing? I, I imagine getting fired and then changing all of the passwords for the company. And it's like, our stocks are plummeting. We need, we need Gorman back. And I'm like, I'm gone, baby. I'm doing comedy some remote location in the Midwest. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy. I'm trying to get fired 
doing like little, I guess it's called microaggressions in San Francisco, you know? Like uh, I'll watch pornography on my work computer without even going on incognito mode. Not giving a fuck, that's a meeting my boss doesn't want to have, man. Everyone has a computer now and it's amazing because computers are just porno machines, man. Like I look at those photos of like typing pools. There used to be things called typing pools, which are when receptionists, which is my fucking legacy. All right. That's my family legacy that I'm doing. My mom was a receptionist. I'm a receptionist. Whatever gender my child decides to be will also be a receptionist, all right? I don't care about sexual orientation or gender norms, but God damn it, answer the phone in an HR-appropriate manner. But you see those receptionists of, of yesteryear, and they had typing pools where instead of a computer, they just had a typewriter, just ding, 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 ding like that. How the fuck were those people masturbating during work? What is up with that? Did they have, did they have like a Playboy tucked under that? Oh my God, that's the worst. If I did not masturbate during office hours, somebody would be dead right now. If I didn't show up high and masturbating all the time, I wouldn't be able to do my job. How crazy is that where I'm like, I hate my job. And it's like, what do you do? I show up high, jerk off when no one's around and answer the telephone. Oh, that's tough. Yeah, the things I do for dental insurance. Oh man, how crazy would it be right now? How crazy would it be right now if, if my boss was like listening right now? But he, he probably wouldn't. He's too fucking young, dude. He doesn't, he doesn't know what radio is, you know? Like, he doesn't even know who Howard Stern is. You know, I made that reference. Like, who, do you know who Howard Stern is? Like, yeah, dude. Howard Stern. Talked a guy off, jumping off the Brooklyn Bridge like 15, no, 25 years ago. Did you know that? Private Parts. That was one of the movies I rented as a kid that had frontal nudity in it but my my mom was too dumb to know she thought it was just like a comedy and i liked howard stern i wanted to see boobs man yo you guys ever pull that shit before the internet where all you had was blockbuster video and a parent that didn't look at the ratings on the movies you handed them that's what's up man i had to like work my way up to it you know like i rented like a pg a pg movie and then pg-13 the first r-rated movie i tricked my parents into renting and thank god for the hand full of friends I had in my childhood, but it was the erotic thriller known as Species. Anyone ever see that one? Yeah, dude, super naked lady in that movie. That was mind-blowing. I was way too young to see that shit. It was intense. It changed everything, man. It changed everything. My whole view on sex, relationships, the whole point of the movie Species is this alien comes down to Earth and she's like, I'm going to take the form of this banging chick and I'm gonna bang hot dudes until I can get a baby which is actually surprise surprise like how most people go through life did you know that a lot of people just want to fucking have babies not us because we're amazing performers and we're bitten by the performance bug so like after the shows you know the audience is like hey can we fuck you and we're like no we got to stay focused on our craft and not sully our voice of reason with lust you know so, point being, in, in Species, like, the, like, she just wanted to fuck, you know? Just wanted to fuck. And uh, 
it's interesting because of all of the of all of the men of the billions of men on earth she fucks alfred molina that's the dude who gets her fucking knocked up doc ock from spider-man 2 baby and some other dumb fucking movies but mostly that i remember i remember when he was cast as dr octopus in the spider-man movie i was like that dude fucked an alien that's fucking awesome, dude. That's uh, I think that's like the biggest reason I would want to go to space is the off chance of fucking an alien. Anyone else? Just me? Oh man. Sex robots too, maybe. So you guys see that shit? I would get a fucking, yeah, dude, a, a beautiful robot, put in a little program to comfort me when I get my night terrors, charge my iPod, sign me up, man. I love technology. I'm not one of the, look, there are some weirdos out there. <laughs> Don't like the internet not a fan uh, like they're all a fucking they're all for edward snowden you know like they're afraid of the internet and the government i don't give a fuck you think i'm gonna put a piece of duct tape over my webcam so the government can't look at me the guy you know i'm masturbating if i'm on the laptop government <laughs> government's smart enough to know i'm not gonna go and get like that like oh this is un undetectable internet you know like <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna do that. It's like yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna go through the fact of getting on the dark web and hide my browsing history because you guys know what I'm looking at. I look like a dude who looks at creepy shit. I looked at creepy shit. I went to Rotten.com when I was a kid, and you know what? I look at I look at internet pornography now, and the internet pornography I look at seems like the kind of stuff you'd think that a lot of butt play, a lot of butt play. You know what? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna end on this. I got, I got one last bit that actually, I realized I actually took the time to write a set. Let's, let's bang this one out. Uh, recently, I had the pleasure of doing cocaine in a public bathroom with a dear friend of mine. Uh, and it's a it, funny thing is like a lot of cokeheads, like they're oddly health conscious. Cause I was like, let's do some fucking coke. You know, like I was pumped. I was excited. And I pulled out my house keys. Cause that's the ball and way to do a little, it's called a key bump for those squares in the audience. I'm like I have a pure body and I go running. I pulled out my, my key to, to do a key bump. And he was like, Whoa, dude, you can't do that. If you do that, you might get like a little shard of metal. It, it might go in your nose and, and you could really get hurt. And I was like, okay, do you have a better, safer way? I was like licking my palm. I was going to do it like a margarita salt lime. Uh, and he pulled out a pen cap and he said, we're going to do cocaine off of this. A pen cap, a plastic pen cap that he stole from his office. That is a way bigger drug addict. I'm not bringing around cocaine gear. Like if I was going to do that, I'd grow my pinky nail out long. We're doing coke in a shitty public bathroom, dude. Give me your coke. Do not judge me. I am not doing coke off your pen cap. That's it, man. That's my time. Thank you so much. If there's Joe Gorman. I I only have I only have three things and it only adds. You talked about being on the phone, you never did your phone voice. I want to hear welcome to blah blah blah. This uh, is Joe Gorman or whatever. I want to hear the voice, the My phone classic voice. Uh, emasculated beta. Yeah. Benson and Associates, how can I take your order? Yeah, yeah exactly. Kinda, yeah, there we so go. So you do the you've got to do that thing too. And then yeah. you also said the secretary and you were playing with your hair, but you never mentioned your long, luxurious, beautiful hair. That's true. That's a that's and, a gift for the audience. And you're a, but you're a secretary. That's true. Like you can flip it around. 
you know, I and then pull it back because that's how I wear it when I'm at work. And you I could actually do it. You could you could do a joke about being like the sexy secretary where you have glasses on and have it in a bun and you can oh, yeah. let it down and take them off and be like, shake it out and be like, yeah. you know, like secretary. Everyone thinks <laughs> like, I'm like a nerd until I take my hair down. Like, oh, my God. Uh, you might have a life outside of this office. <laughs> right on. And then um, just so you know, our radio demo is actually 24 to 35 year old guys. So he, you do miss your boss. 23 year olds don't listen to radio the demographics of Yugi radio are 24 to 35 year old men that's primarily our audience that's our that's the greatest generation baby your your set was amazing and you're always funny yay thank you so much thanks everybody Joe Gorman everyone woo what a treat yay I'm sorry I just I think he's so funny he gets special treatment your next comedian's another funny guy he's been coming back again and again pay attention take notes he's the last one here right is did anybody come late? I didn't think so. But we've all been here. You know what? And before we give him up, everybody give yourself a hand for staying and giving comments and being awesome. Yay. Okay. Your last community of the night. What a funny guy. Put your hands together for Boris Shakurko. You. Um, I, uh, I grew up in San Francisco, and uh, San Francisco is a great place to live, but it's a bad place to grow up. Because everyone starts smoking weed at a really young age. Like, there shouldn't have to be a demand for Fisher-Price bongs. You know what I mean? Like, that is... Like, Toys R Us doesn't doesn't sell weed. Um, that's okay. Um, I, uh, I've been trying to uh, learn how to, like, listen to what people mean with what they say. You know what I mean? Like, I, for example, like, I tell people I was the captain of my high school basketball team. Like, that's true. But when they hear that, all they hear is, I went to a private Jewish high school. And you know what? That's, like, appropriate. I get it. That's what I look like. You got to own that. Um, but I, I don't know. I've been thinking about high school again. I've been thinking about, like, weird shit that happened. Like, there was a year in high school where I wore a bra for a whole year because I wanted to get really good at unhooking it. I thought that was going to be a way bigger problem than it turned out to be. But you know what? You got to master the craft, man. Um... Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I'm, uh, I thought I had a really good idea today, actually. I was driving, and I was listening to an audiobook, and the audiobook was going a little too fast, and I was thinking, if someone could slow this down and write it down, I could read this later. My friend was like, do you mean a book? I'm like, oh, shit. I'm 400 years late. God damn it. Um, it's, hard, it's, hard, uh, it's hard explaining technology or, like, uh, trying to teach my parents or uh, my grandma how to use shit. I was trying to... Uh, teach my grandma how to use a smartphone and I thought the best way to do that would be pull, to pull up like an ebook on it because she gets what books are and when she wanted to uh, she wanted to turn the page over she did one of these and I was like oh she's stupid oh that's what that is that's real pleasant um, I know I was reading a, I was reading an article about um, I know I'm, I'm insecure about my body and uh, I feel like most people are insecure about their bodies. That's not weird. Um, but I heard someone say that they wouldn't trade their body for anything. Um, which is weird. Like, I wouldn't trade my body for anything either. Mostly because no one would make that trade. Like, not even the Niners front office would make that trade. That's okay. Um, um, what else do I want to talk about? I um. I, uh, I'm looking for work right now. I'm unemployed and, uh, unemployment feels a lot like being employed full-time as a masturbator. Like that's all I'm doing. 
Um, and I'm getting really good at it. I'll tell you that. There's been improvement. Um, there was a sw- six-week training course at first, but I fucking owned that shit. Um, fuck, what, a, what a, there was something else I wanted to try. Oh, um, I don't know. I, I feel like weird about the nightclub scene. Um, I feel like that's not for me. Like, if I have to wait and get a neon green wristband to go in, like, I don't want to do it. And I feel like even if it was something that I really want, like if I was to get into heaven, but you had to wait in line and get a wristband to go into heaven, I'd be like, that's not for me. I don't want to do that. The music's too loud. The drinks are too expensive. No one wants to talk to me. All right, that's getting a little depressing. Um, Yeah, that's really all I had. Thank you guys for listening and give it up for Pam. Shukurko, yay! People have comments. I do too. I, I like your set. Um, I think one of the things you can play with with uh, that last joke about the nightclub is uh, uh, taking it to the next level and saying, you know, I don't want to w- stand in line waiting uh, for a wristband, you know, uh, and being a Jew, I'm wary of pieces of flair. So, you know, it, it just kind of, and, 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 you know, uh, that ties into going to heaven yeah. and being like, wait, what? I got to get marked for this too? You know, so. Yeah. But your basketball joke was great because it was like the basketball that oh, you go yeah, to yeah, the yeah. Jewish that's yeah. really great the the bra thing threw me off because the first thing I think of uh, when a young Jew boy wears a bra is that you were fat so maybe even use that as a misdirect okay. be like I used to wear a bra and I know what you're thinking you think I was fat but hey I was captain of the basketball team yeah. no, it's because I was okay. trying to practice Unhooking yeah. the, you know, just because the all I could think of when you said a bra was like, oh my God, was he fat? But he just said he was a basketball player. I'm so confused. Okay, yeah. And then um, make sure you have good diction on offense. It was kind what, of slurred that 49ers offense. Oh. A great joke. Front office. Front office. Oh, I thought you were saying that, that. I thought you were saying the 49ers front them. offense. I yeah. thought you was a football joke. I thought it was a joke against the Niners because their offense sucks. Joke. No, uh, it was against the front office because they also suck. But oh, I got it. I, I thought it 49. All I heard was 49ers that, front offense. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, they suck this year. But I didn't I, I didn't understand what you're gotcha. saying. So I gotcha. Okay. Uh, and then there are tons of money ways to make money with jizz. Um, you can have a webcam for uh, gay guys. Mm-hmm. You can um, sell to sperm banks. This is totally, that's too yeah. easy. You could get abducted by aliens and then they could take your sperm and make all kinds of like half alien, half Jew babies, something like that. Yeah. But there's a lot, like yeah. I would brainstorm on ways that you could actually make money with your jizz. You could sell it as paste to um, like <laughs> preschoolers because it's edible and it can also stick paper together. Good like for Cardboard, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Perfect. Just Thank you. Yeah, just yeah, two, yeah. two of your jokes that worked yes, very well, where you would not trade your body. Give some examples of things that people might offer for your body. I mean, I think of the great trade of the cow for the magic beans and Jack and the Beanstalk. Mm-hmm. I mean, what what is the what, how low would the bid be? Gotcha. Like yeah. use postage yeah. stamps yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And, and and you know just extend the yeah. joke a little farther. And, and you know the hack joke. You said you're getting very good at masturbating. Yeah. The hack joke is I used to be an apprentice, and now I'm a masturbator. Okay, that's that's older gotcha. than me. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, buddy. Yay, Boris! Yay! Um, since we we're, we're out of comics and we still have time left, does anyone want to promote any shows that they have upcoming? Um, anything at all? Any upcoming podcasts or anything that they're doing? Might as well. Yeah. So hey, everybody, it's Arden again, 
Yeah, it's your favorite late night podcaster. Uh, I got a show coming up August 12th. That's a Saturday night. What are you doing on a Saturday night? Nothing, because you're a loser. But don't be a loser anymore. Come to a comedy show and laugh your ass off with other sexy people who might just give it up because they're laughing. And everyone (laughs) likes to fuck when they're happy. Anyway, the show is called Short, Loud, and Opinionated. And if you don't like it, well, fuck you. All right, because I'm from Jersey, and uh, Rachel, she, she, she's short and feisty, and uh, that's Rachel Raphael, and then we got James Marr, he, he's, he's biracial, so he'll give it to you and make you feel guilty both ways, and then you got Alyssa Wisterlin, and she's going to make you yuck it up, but she's going to not hold any punches, she's really going to give it to you, so uh, that's uh, Short, Loud, and Opinionated, and that's going to be here at Mutiny Radio, uh, that's going to be August 12th, that's a Saturday night from 8 to about 9.30 and uh, you can get your tickets on Eventbrite and that's S-L-O uh, it's like the slow way of spelling slow uh, <laughs> 812 as in the short abbreviation for that date August 12th uh, that's a Saturday and uh, then it's dot Eventbrite and you figure out how to spell that shit uh, dot com anyway, <laughs> so that's S-L-O 812 dot Eventbrite dot com uh, to get your tickets uh, for short loud and opinionated yeah, asshole. Anyway, uh, anybody else? Anything else to plug tonight? Yay, Arden, yay. Uh, speaking of that, this, this, this Saturday is actually um, Brooke, the, the triptych of people who are really good at making money for people. Um, Brooke Heineken, Luisa Isbell, and Marcy Rogo have been kind enough to put their efforts together and make a fundraiser this Saturday from 8 to 10 p.m. at Mutiny Radio. Uh, and it's called... Uh, Give us money because Pam's landlord doesn't take pot food as rent. <laughs> so, because that's absolutely true. So, come to that uh, this this Saturday. Uh, Paul, did you have a show? Oh, yeah. uh, Tribute Cafe once a month, first month, first Saturday of each month. Uh, Jade has a show, the freak show. Oh, cool. Uh, and, you know, Jade is a disabled comedian and really off the wall. And there's a there's an open mic before it for every Saturday. Uh, at Tribute Cafe. It's in Oakland, 69th and San Pablo. 69th and San Pablo. Tribute Cafe. Uh, Joe Gorman has a show at Cozy Car that he puts on with uh, Joey Avery and Zach uh, Chapaloni, which is the first Wednesday of every month at Cozy Car on Polk. I can't remember. I can't believe I remembered that. Yeah, because it's such a great bar and there's a waterbed in it and they have like a weird van and they have porn and like 70s commercials playing all the time. It is very distracting and incredibly awesome. So go, go see that once a month anybody else want to plug nobody else thank you guys all so much seriously for being here at joke workshop tonight i think it was really productive and really lovely have a great monday bye
tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than MutinyRadio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. Want to spend a summer Sunday laughing your cares away? Then come join the fun at San Francisco's Comedy Day. One stage, five hours, 40 comedians, a million laughs, and it's free. Besides our annual celebration of stand-up, did you know that Comedy Day offers workshops that teach Bay Area students how to use humor to resolve conflict? Comedy Day is so serious about ending bullying, it's banning all comedians from using the following phrases. Knee slapping, side splitting, break a leg, bust a gut, knock them dead. Those words hurt. But Comedy Day feels good. It's fun for the whole family. Did I mention it's free? Hey, comedy fans, don't miss the 37th Annual Comedy Day, the original longest-running free outdoor comedy concert in the world. The funny starts at noon on Sunday, September 17th at Sharon Meadow in Golden Gate Park, San Francisco. One stage, five hours, 40 comedians, a million laughs. It's free! Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. 
But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> If you're looking for some delicious late-night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find counter-offer, and my offering you amazing late-night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini. And creamy-licious mac and cheese. You like tacos? They get them. And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads going to come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Blender's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son! Anything you try has already been done before, and there's nothing really you can do about it. So remember to avoid taking risks and to whisper into feathers together in the dark. It's the right thing to do, and viewers like you. When the circus is in town, it's time for a train ride. The best circus town train rides are the dependable ones that'll depart and arrive on time. The ones that'll take you from clown to trapeze quad to elephant, see? Look on the train with the circus promise. It's intense. Shaggy's Soul Shakedown Party tonight. Alright folks, as you know, as you know, Shaggy's Soul Shakedown is every Thursday. Every Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. here on MutinyRadio.fm. What's with the limp? 
I got hit by a car on my bike. This person just ran a red light. How are you going to work? You wait tables. I don't know. I'm terrified. I count on my tips and these hospital bills are confusing. The insurance adjusters just treat me like I'm a piece of paperwork. Man, you should go to johnstrausslaw.com. John Strauss is a great personal injury attorney. When I got hurt, he handled everything for me. He was on my side. And best of all, I didn't have to pay out of pocket. He got paid when I did. That's great because I cannot afford to pay out of pocket. Yeah, don't let them confuse you and trick you. They treat you like you're a business. And it's not business. It's personal. Injury. JohnStraussLaw.com Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs>
Yeah. 